Hey guys, what is going on today? I actually, I want to do an update. It's, it's, it's actually, I just realized, I think we're like 10 months in now today. Uh, it's January and COVID-19 kind of broke out around March. So we're, we're 10 months in and I feel like when it all first started last year, everybody was talking about it. Everybody wanted to know what are we going to do? What are we going to do about mortgage payments? What if the tenants don't pay rent strikes, all those other things and that kind of stuff. And then it kind of fizzled away because obviously the governments, you know, they found a way to kind of, uh, plan better you know they came up with a good plan you know that everything kind of normalized you know and then we kind of went into stages where you know oh what if this happens and then we kind of got to that stage and then it, you know, it's not that bad okay and then so, what if this happens but we're kind of at the point now where it's like yeah like in Alberta we're on semi lockdown uh you know no restaurants and uh they just opened up the barber shops yesterday but it's still kind of we've kind of been desensitized to it and um i wanted to do an update on it because i still feel like there's some things that um that are ongoing and actually i i realized just recently i got an email from a tenant and i overlooked something what i overlooked was that you know to be honest i i don't think i know any other investors or landlords who have a tenant who got covid 19. Um, I, I would have, I would have noticed, you know, I would have known by now and no one's really talked about it. And I don't think that there's really anything. Um, I don't think it really affects you and your property too, too much. If someone was to, to, uh, to fall ill because you know, that they, they recoup or whatever else. Right. And, and, and like that, it, it doesn't really affect it that much. But what's, what I realized was, is that one of my tenants got it. Um, I got an email that one of my tenants had it. It was from another tenant in the same building, and so we own uh, kind of like a fourplex kind of uh, deal where it's a it's a side by side duplex that has um, uh, legal uh, basement suites in each side, so four units. And the tenant upstairs said, "Hey, they were very they wrote a very not so nice email about how they felt about the fact that they weren't informed uh, that the tenant downstairs was had had COVID nineteen and allegedly has it again. Um, and the only reason they found out was through yelling downstairs or something along those lines. But um, instantly I kind of, I realized, oh shoot, like what am I, what do I, what do I do? Like, how does this affect my other tenants? Um, their, their initial concerns were that we share the same house. This is an airborne disease. How do I protect myself from this? I should have been isolated. I should have, you know, had I known I would have left for two weeks, you know, you guys are responsible for this kind of stuff. And instantly I'm like, I got that email on a Saturday night and I, I should have never had my email on for the record. Um, that's not something you want to read at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night. Uh, but I took a deep breath, you know, I went to bed and I, and I, I, Sunday we had another look at it and, uh, that's when we realized, obviously, you know, they're not affected. The, the other tenants in the suites, uh, adjacent suites are not affected because they each have their own independent legal, um, uh, ventilation systems, right? They have their own vents, they have their own furnaces. So there is no connection other than one shared common space to get to the mechanical room, which, you know, we instructed them not to go there. Um, you know, should, should the tenants let us know that they have COVID-19? That, that was a, that was one search. Um, I did a little bit of Googling and looking all the, the, the governor of Alberta's website, AHS. Um, and I couldn't find anything that, that required the tenants to inform the landlord 
Um, in most cases, it doesn't really matter. You know, we don't need to know that they're sick so long as the rent is being paid and they and they're they're healthy afterwards everything's fine but when there's other tenants involved that is that is a bit of a predicament um i'm okay because i own legal conforming suites but what got me thinking was what about for the people the investors the landlords who have non-conforming suites and i'm surprised because uh i never really considered this I never considered the fact that what if they share the same vents, the same ventilation, the same furnace? What if there's a common area for laundry? What, how does that affect the landlord or the owner? Because I know a lot of investors who take the chance to just, you know, they, they, they rent out the basement for a little extra cash flow and they they're like, ah, nothing will ever happen. I mean, there's the only risk is that if someone dies, you would be negligent and charged with manslaughter. That's actually a pretty big risk. Um, I, I don't recommend anyone uh, renting out non-conforming suites. Um, but for this situation, you know, this is new. This isn't something that they teach in the books. This isn't something that is common knowledge. What happens if someone's to get sick and then the other tenant was to get sick because of that. Are you negligent as an owner? Are you negligent as the landlord? Just like the situation where in the event that there's a fire, say in the, you know, the upper unit or the downstairs unit, and the basement tenant can't get out because there's non, you know, the, it's not um, egress windows or uh, the, the height was incorrect or, you know, the, the, the fumes and, uh, sorry, the, the smoke and the, and the fire was reached the unit too quickly. You know, you would be negligent as an owner because you didn't um, meet the minimum codes, requirements. Now, what happens if you're a landlord and one tenant gets sick and because of that, because you don't have its, its own independent um, separation, are you negligent for that? I put a lot of thought into that this week. And um, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I think that I don't think it applies, but I, I also have never heard anyone talk about that or consider that. So, you know, I'd highly recommend depending on what what uh, jurisdiction or what province you're in, you know, look into your requirements as a landlord, look into what your requirements are if your tenant gets sick. Um, you know, we haven't looked at this for almost 10 months and I think everybody just went back on autopilot and just went back with to the normal lives. But, um, you know, there is still a pandemic going on and we need to be diligent. We need to be conscious of that. We need to make sure that we're doing everything properly. Um, especially in a situation where you could be charged with something. So um, lots to think about today. Hoping you guys have a great week. Hey guys, it's Wayne here. Registration is now open for the upcoming Real Estate Investing Cabin Retreat and Mentorship Program. The program kicks off on March 12th through 14th in Alberta Beach, Alberta. This is a fully immersive three-day real estate investing cabin retreat. Now that's followed by six months of one-on-one -on -one mentorship from yours truly. That comes with bi-weekly calls, not monthly, and unlimited texts. So I will be at your side 24-7 to support you and answer any questions that you have. If you are on the fence about it, let's just be honest, don't bother. Seriously, I only want serious action takers. I want the best. 
If that's you, you can sign up at http semicolon slash slash rei-cabin-retreat.com slash register. Actually, to be honest, it's just in the notes below. You can just scroll down, click on that. Link's right there. Much simpler.